4: This is Computer Talk with TAB, hosted by Eric Semmel of TAB Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric.
5: And we are back. This is Computer Talk with TAB. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And that's Dennis Halnan He's one of the uh, employee owners at TAB. Comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. We also got to you know, talk about you know Morgan. He's got a, a show It's going to be... At uh, 2 o'clock today, you want to check out, kind of covering Memorial Day. And uh, worth worth doing there. Let's see what definitely Morgan's got cooking. And we were working with Mark out there in New York and over at Yorktown Heights. And, Mark, we, we found the manual for you. Are you still there?
0: I'm still here, waiting, standing by, guys.
5: <laughs> All right. Uh, we found the manual, and Dennis posted it for you. On the website. So you're going to be able to open that manual up. And the key here is you need to understand how to set your your printer's IP statically. You have to you, you have to designate the IP you want it to have and it has to be below your DHCP reserve there. It has to be within the reserve, I should say. Yeah. Okay. Do you understand what we're saying on that?
0: Well, I know about the IP address. I my problem was trying to locate where how I can find that on my uh, Windows 10 computers.
5: Right. Well, it's the other way around really. You need you need to set the IP address Within the same range, or the same scheme that your printer, your computers are using, right? So you want to. But
0: I got to get into the printer to see where the heck they, how I can access that. I I can't find it. All I do, I just get a picture. It says offline or online.
5: Right,
6: right. Well, that's why you go to the manual and then find out how to put that setting into the printer itself physically, without your computer being involved at that moment. Right.
0: Yeah, that's that's what I would like. Don't know how to do.
6: Well, yeah. we, we provided uh, information on how to get them. Matter of fact, I posted both the what's called the user guide, which will contain that information, yep. and I also provided a link to all the other documents for that and printer. You, oh, I
0: appreciate that.
6: Yeah.
5: Now, you need to also know, Mark, how to identify your IP address on your computer to make sure you're using the same network. You understand yeah, that? That, right?
0: that was my concern because I got four possibilities here with the uh, two different type of uh, broadcasts that's right. going on for my Wi-Fi.
5: Exactly. So you got to make sure that you're on the same network your printers on. Otherwise, it's just all this work is not going to work out for you.
0: Yeah, that that was my initial problem. That's why I thought it was going offline every couple of days when I try to print. I it says offline, and right. I go back and have to reset everything and start everything all over again. And eventually, it comes right. back on again
5: it's just luck you're you're just finding which which network you're banging onto and which which one you're not so now I, that you got the manual you will be in better shape
6: we can also I've, post a I'll link go right
0: to your uh, web uh, address there is computer talk with tab is that it
6: yes sir that's it
0: and i got it we'll okay. also
6: post a link to check your network identity on windows too oh, so you'll great. know which which of your networks you're on
0: Yep. I think I can do it if I do it step by step. I try to do it very carefully.
5: Sounds good, Mark. Good luck.
0: All right. Thank you very much, guys. You're Enjoy welcome. Your program. All right, then
5: Thanks for listening. All right. So we're going to go on to... What do we got here? Uh, looks like Brad has been on the longest. Hey, Brad. What's up?
4: Yes. Good morning, gentlemen. Happy Memorial Day to both of you.
5: Sure. You too. A uh, couple questions for
4: you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have... Uh, HP 6550B laptop. All right. It's probably eight ten years old. Uh, I, I got to say, it's a workhorse. Yeah, uh, I use it a uh, couple days a week. I work remote, so I'm on there two three days a week for eight hours a day, and it's on at night sometimes. Uh, no problems at all. It it started to dog down a little bit, started mm-hmm. to slow up a little bit about five months ago, and I threw an extra four megabytes of RAM in there All right, and took care of it. Nice. Uh, but what I'm seeing now, you know, I've noticed that the uh, hard drive, the fan, the cooling is starting to warm up a little bit. And I'm afraid that one of these days it's, I'm just going to wake up and it's not going to be there. It's just going to fry. Mm-hmm. And so I, you know, I don't want to put a lot of money into this, but I'd like to get as many more months as I can out of it before going out and, uh, you know, yep. dropping a big chunk of money on, a uh, I got my eyes set on an HP Envy uh, eventually, but before I go out and do that, uh, you know, I'm trying to rescue it a little bit. So I went out and purchased a fairly inexpensive, crucial 500 megabyte uh, SSD yeah, and uh, a SATA powered cable and without having to go in and purchase cloning software, I found a a free version of the ESUS, I think it is. Yeah. And you know, it it seems fairly straightforward and fairly simple uh, as far as the download. They're offering uh, the cloning section uh, section of that free mm-hmm. online. Uh, it seems pretty straightforward. Any words of wisdom before I take the plunge and <laughs> <laughs> before I before I jump in the water? Is there anything underneath the surface of the water that I should be looking
5: for? Yeah, I mean, this is you seem to be fairly computer savvy but even though you are i wouldn't i wouldn't do this on a 10 year old laptop okay. personally uh, hearing no. everything you said yeah um because it, there's plenty that can go wrong and and won't work for you um on that on that cloning because it's a 10 year old system so mm-hmm. my first inclination would be to tell you enjoy the weather and don't do this um <laughs> <laughs> Uh you could, and, and I would just say, you know, get ready to purchase your Envy and then spend your time migrating your data and stuff like that to that machine rather than spending anything on this ten year old. A ten year old laptop is like a twenty year old car. You wouldn't tell me to fix a twenty year old car with a bad engine unless it was a classic, right? So correct. In this case, there's nothing classic about it. It's just old. Right. Not <laughs> mm-hmm. only that,
6: it's already ten years old. Right. And you're probably going to have at most another year or two with it. Right. So whatever you do with it now won't matter in a year or two when it's time to migrate that data to the new laptop. If all goes you, well. Even if it works, right, yeah. right. So why put yourself through this right. just for a very short benefit time? Yeah. That's all.
5: That's what, we're, that's what we're worried about. Now, you could be completely successful. You can call us back and say, hey, guys, we did it. I did it in 20 minutes, and it was painless. What were you guys worried about? Please do. You're welcome to call us back and tell yeah, us. Yeah,
6: we'd love to hear that story. Yeah, honestly.
5: But that's not well, what we live well. <laughs> every day. Yeah, 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 right. We live the well, the other side of the equation.
4: I'm I'm totally prepared at this point all to right. go out and buy that envy.
5: Yeah.
4: But I figure, you know, I might learn something. It, it, it'd be an educational experience, if anything. Yeah. And if the thing doesn't work, and I end up tossing it, all right. I, move move ahead would move on with life. You your know, eyes are wide life.
5: open. I love it.
4: Well, have I, you ever so your experience is better when you get into an 8-year-old laptop and you start trying to do this a uh, ton of things could go wrong and usually will.
5: Well, you said it was a 10-year-old laptop and and yes. Well, don't yeah. be don't be don't be making it less l- old. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's it's a 10-year-old laptop and stuff happens and the pro, you know the uh, processor is a decade old. Um yeah. and you know Inevitably, something seems to happen. Could it work perfectly? Sure, it could. But we're just mm-hmm. telling you, you know, in, in all of our things to do in this weekend, that wouldn't be the thing I would choose to do okay. um, right. on a 10 year old machine. If it was a four year old machine that you wanted to improve, then yes, uh, that'll give you a lot more service and it's worth it. Yep. But 10 years, mm, I don't think it's going to give you a lot more yep. service and there's more downside than upside.
4: Yeah. Now, uh, on the HP Envy, uh, I've heard about and this is a recommendation from you guys a couple months ago i heard you talking about yeah it's been it's been
5: it's been a good recommendation for my kids they they beat the crap out of everything and they're still surviving so
4: yeah and uh is i heard box stores sometimes don't give you all the goods in an hp envy is there a recommended source to purchase this from where you know you're gonna get
5: well you can buy it directly from hp yeah oh yeah Okay. Yeah. yeah, you can always do that. I haven't heard anything about box stores not giving you what you advertise, but you got to pay attention to the flavor of processors because sometimes right. they might have gotten a deal on older generation stuff, and you might yep. be buying something yep. older than you know it. it to right? Be
6: they older. they sometimes will suck up overstocks from other companies. Yeah. yeah. And these computers yeah. are they're brand new, they're boxed, they're sealed up. Yeah. But they might be two or three years old. Right. And uh. you're you're going to be paying current money for something that's a generation or two back. Right. And you
5: yeah. don't really yeah. want to do that. You want to look for 11th or 12th generation CPUs now.
4: Okay, that's the key right there, yeah. yeah. 11th or 12th. It, there was one generation that really wasn't up to snuff.
5: I it was 12th when one. it that first was came 12.
6: out. They've they they've modified it. It's been, been improved.
5: Yeah. Yep. Something about the even okay. number generations in Intel, I don't know. And it's an i5
4: or i7 you recommended? Yep. Yep. Okay.
5: 16 you gigs of RAM. Yeah,
4: eight gigs of RAM, okay. 16, yep. 16. Oh, 16, 16, yeah. okay. Wow, okay. Yep. Fast machine.
5: Well, well it's because the okay. operating system is so demanding on it, right? Yep. So that's yep. the reason.
4: Thank you very much, gentlemen.
5: All right, Brad, let us know what happens.
4: I appreciate it. I, you know, if something interesting happens, to in this,
5: I'll, I'll certainly give you a call back and give you an update. We love it. Thanks, sir. Alrighty. All Have right. a good day. You too. Bye-bye. You, you would think we'd want folks to tinker, but we, we, we don't. We don't want you to. No. It's not like we're doing like a self-help program where we're going to sit here and tell you how to build a deck or rebuild a carburetor and talk about how great that could be. But when you're doing this with a computer, it just, just brings so many tears that I, we don't want to do that to you, really. Well, <laughs>
6: he sounds like a bit of a hobbyist. He does. So he wants a little lab project, which is great. Which is awesome. I just wonder if a laptop that old would be better – being like a, a Linux lab project mm. where he leaves it the way it is and just maybe loads Linux on it after he gets his new Envy. Learn something different. Yeah, and that's exactly you can right. You can kind of explore a different realm of computing that
5: way. Yeah. Some of this stuff is just so frustrating when you, you think you got it all ready to rock and roll. You do your, your cloning and then something just, you know, put the hard drive in there and it just says, ah, I'm not working. Something's not going. And you blew a whole weekend. That's what I call a Star Wars moment. I've got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> right. On that note, we're gonna step out for a quick break. We had David and Jeff. Um, well, they Jeff. Hey, our buddy Jeff from South Carolina. Oh, hey. Uh, checking in. We're gonna see what he's got cooking down there. And uh what you guys have cooking? 860-52-9842 is the number. We'll be right back. We are back. A couple lines open for you guys. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. And then Dr. Alessio will come in. He'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. And then stick around for Morgan. He's got a show. He'll be talking at about 2 o'clock, kind of covering Memorial Day. And uh, But let's get right to your calls. We're going to go to our buddy in South Carolina, Jeff, who's checking in. Let me see if I can get Jeff on the line. Uh, there you are, Jeff. What's going on, sir?
7: Long time. I haven't heard
6: from yeah, you. Yeah, Jeff. Nice to hear from you.
5: What's up? Yeah. Uh, I was listening.
7: I call Part of the, uh, uh, the gentleman that called in about the printer, and uh, that's a good subject. Uh, I had a couple questions I wanted to ask about about printers. Sure. Uh, I have, uh, like, three printers. Uh, I got a Canon and two HPs. Uh, I have no problem hooking up to one of the HPs, but I got one HP that I got hardwired, and uh, I was trying to hook up to it, and I got them on my phone, uh, the uh, the apps on my phone. What I want to know is, like, I got a Canon printer. Will I be able to, uh, you know, interchange uh, whenever I say if I want to print to the Canon instead of the, the, the HP printer uh, that I can go to, you know, because it's wireless, and then I got one upstairs that's, uh, it's hard wire that I'm having problems getting to. And I heard you telling the gentleman about the DNS and, uh, the The DACP. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, that was, I have to sit down and and read up on it to to get it really clear in my mind Mm -hmm. as far as how that
5: operates. Sure. No. Yeah. So when you're trying to print, are you saying you're going to be printing from the same device wirelessly and you want to try to get to all three printers?
7: Right, right. One of them, they hard, it is hardwired. I mean, I got it connected directly to my PC.
5: And that, yeah, so you can always, you should be able to sit down on that PC and choose any one of the three printers. Can that work? Does that work?
7: Uh, that's what That's what I need to do then, I guess. Uh, because I got one, one, one printer, it's not connected to anything. It's just Wi-Fi. Yeah. Then I got another computer. Another printer is connected to a different computer. Yep. Then I have another computer and printer connected together, and uh-huh. I wanted to be able to access any printer you yes. know, from my phone.
5: The holy grail from your phone. Ah, it's even more just interesting. Oh yeah, the holy grail of printing. So, right to connect from your phone, the printer has to be wireless aware in a different way. <laughs> Right? It's not the same kind of wireless. It actually exits your network and goes back Uh through the through the internet to get to the printer when it works that wireless way. Sometimes, yeah. That's all I yeah. Mm -hmm. So if if you're doing it, let's if you're doing it from PC, you have to make sure the printers are shared and they're on the same network. So if you've got another computer downstairs and you share the printer out as a resource on the network and the PC Mm -hmm. upstairs will then see it, you have to make sure your networking is configured to share those resources, and you're all on the same network, and the IP address is static. Make sure these addresses on these printers are static so that your your devices always find them. If you're not static, when you power them up, they get a different address, and then the computers are trying to find them. It's harder to do. So, set them all static. make sure they're
7: all static.
5: Correct. For your phone to work, the printer has to be aware of wireless printing, and some older models won't be, right? Oh, okay. So that may not be something we can get you, but we should be able to get you the ability to print anything from a computer on your Uh network. So do you understand about being all on the same network as far as – okay. And then the key is to make sure that your DHCP server inside your firewall, which is handing out IP addresses, starts Uh above 25, let's say – Right, and then you set your printers below 25. That way, they'll always have a static address. You're going to say printer one is going to be 192.168.1.5, printer two 192.168.1.10, and then printer three 192.168.1.15. Uh-huh. Write the IP address on the printer <laughs> physically.
7: Oh well, yeah, I guess that's
5: the best best thing to do. Okay.
7: Yep. that won't mess up any connections or anything with me doing going with static. Uh, Send it a static
5: will Oh sure I mean, it can. It's yeah. gonna screw up everything now because we're gonna change you're how going, the printer's gonna have st- a different you're gonna assign
6: it a different number from what it used to have. Right. But uh-huh. going forward, once you've done all that work, right? Going forward it'll stabilize everything. So then so uh-huh. once
5: you set the IPs, you're gonna to go to your printer configurations in each computer and say, Okay, I've got three printers. Now I'm gonna go tell the computer there's a printer mm-hmm. at dot .15, there's a printer at dot ten. and there's a printer at dot .5. And you're going to go to each of the three configurations and set them to be where you've told them they are.
8: Does, mm-hmm. that, does that make okay. sense?
5: So once yeah, you I set don't. it, you're going to break everything. And then you got to go into each computer to tell it exactly where it is. Now it will never change. Mm-hmm. And you should never say never because, of course, the printer can lose its mind and lose its IP address. So stuff still happens when it comes to technology, as you know. Um, right. But once you set it more statically, it will be more reliable. Rather, right now it's kind of a crapshoot. If it's getting an idea, oh interest.
7: okay. Do I need to back up everything before I start making these changes?
5: No, no. But you should well, have okay. a backup already. You listen to the show for a yeah. while, right?
7: Right. Yeah, I do. I have. You, backup.
6: you already have good backups. Yeah. You don't need to do another one just for this.
7: Yeah. Yep. Okay. Now, that reminds me of this story.
6: Uh oh.
5: Here it comes this
7: lady. This lady, she was cooking a ham, and she cut the end of the ham off and put it in the oven. Her daughter said, why you cut that off? She said, well, my mother cut it off. So as the girl grew older and she was cooking the ham, she cut the end off. And her daughter said, why didn't you cut the end off? So She said, my mother cut it off. And then her mother cut it off. So the girl said, well, let me ask your grandmother. She said, why did you cut the end of the ham off? She said, the pot was too small.
5: (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jeff. We appreciate it, man. (laughs) Have a great weekend, Have a good sir.
7: Day, man. You too. Happy Memorial Day to you soldiers out
5: there. All right. Thank you, Jeff. We'll see you. <laughs> the pot was too small. We're going to be here until 11 o'clock. We'll be right back.
1: How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix,
8: to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with Shopify sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast. all lowercase go to shopify.com slash podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash podcast. only in America
3: land of opportunity yeah. what a classy girl like and we are back. We're going
5: to be here till 11 o'clock, and uh, then Dr. Leslie will be in. He'll give you a second opinion on your health advice, celebrating this Memorial Day weekend. And uh, you've been nice enough to join us uh, this morning. We do appreciate that. Otherwise, poor Dennis and I are talking about our kids and our cats, and <laughs> that doesn't make for good radio. No. Uh, we've got David on the line, and three lines open for you. 860-522-9842 is the number, but let's see what David's got going on. Hello, David. Uh, hi. Hi.
9: I have a HP uh, Pavilion, uh, the way it, it, it's described, X360 laptop. And this is one that you recommended, uh, Metal yeah. Case, and, and and I've been very happy with it.
5: I use the same exact one. I love it.
9: Yes. Uh, the only thing is I've lost the audio. I've lost the sound on it.
5: Have you checked the hearing aids? Have
9: I checked a lot? <laughs> uh, my earring <laughs> Sorry,
5: it. Sorry, it's first thing that popped into my head. Sorry, David. Uh yeah, so I mean you could have a problem with the audio. You could have you could have a speaker problem too, but I think it's your audio driver. Right? So have you removed the audio driver from the config?
9: No, I don't even um I don't know if I I'll say that again because you kind of lost me.
5: Yeah, yeah. So all your components are driven by drivers, software drivers, that talk to the hardware and, and hopefully produce what you want. Yeah. And a lot okay. of times uh, it could be just simply a bad driver. So if you go to the configuration – now the beauty – I'm going to say before you go to the configuration, there's also an HP assistant applet that's on your computer.
6: Yes. Support
5: assistant. Yeah. Is, yeah what is
9: support that tells me that I don't have
5: any audio. It's telling you that.
9: Yeah, it's telling me that.
5: Did it tell you it could fix it for you?
9: It tells tells me that we can try, but it doesn't work.
5: Okay. Oh, you've already been down this route. All right, so all right, you did the you did that first step cuz sometimes that does work pretty well. So that's not yeah. that's bad news. Um okay. now within your control panel, there should be an audio uh driver trying to think of what it might be maybe real tech or
6: well yeah with hp it's probably real tech so all you... right so what you do is open up device manager okay all right um you're gonna hit the click the start button type the word device and then one of the items that will come up is device manager and open that okay now Device Manager is going to have a whole list of categories. Mm-hmm. What you're looking for is under Sound, Video, and Game Controllers. Okay. So you're going to open I'm that up. I'm writing
9: this down. I'm at sound, Video, added. and okay.
6: Game Controllers. Okay. Right. Now you're going to open that up. There will be a couple, at least a couple things there. One of them will have a name such as Realtek High Definition Audio. Mm-hmm. All right? What you'll do okay, is... Okay, on
9: that Realtek, what was that Realtek? High-definition. High-definition
6: audio. Okay. But it may High not depth. be exactly that. It might be something like Similar, that. right. But... Yeah. And then you right-click on that. Okay. And you're going to open up... Uh, well, actually, you right-click, and then you're going to click Uninstall Device.
9: Oh, you know, I'm I'm glad you said that because um in in um something comes up that says um, um, that I don't have audio installed. Mm. And I got that very sounds very confusing because the audio is built right into the PC, right?
5: Yeah, it's physically Absolutely. there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but the drivers may not be properly there
6: okay if that's the case what you want to do is to go to support.hp.com yes and then uh, there should be an option to get uh, drivers Mm -hmm. so click that and then enter the serial number of the laptop okay and that'll give you all of the possible drivers one of them is going to be audio
5: yes now the other thing david if you look at that little that little blue question mark, right? That's that HP uh, tool that you talked about earlier, and you've already tried this. Check to see if there are any updates or firmware updates, because mine just did a firmware update with me on Monday, whether I wanted it to or not. Yep. Um, did, have you been updating the firmware? Are you been canceling out or avoiding that?
9: No, I, I update every time I see it.
5: Oh, good. All right. <clears throat> Check to see if you have any other updates, though, because right now okay. I actually have five on mine that it says oh. I need and which means you may have some updates that could also fix this problem. If you're updating the firmware, that's good news.
6: Yeah, and it's true that if there's a firmware or BIOS update that might fix this also. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
9: Now I'm um my computer knowledge is very very poor. I know how to turn it on and get to YouTube and listen to music and then turn yep. it off. Yeah. Uh when you say an audio driver Explain to me what you mean by it. an audio. I'm thinking of something mechanical, but you're, maybe you're talking about
5: that's not what you're talking Correct. about. Correct. It's a software piece. So all your components have, have software that hook into the hardware, and they're called drivers. Yeah. So you have video drivers, audio drivers, hard, right. uh, hard drive, drive. All these are individual programs that are designed yeah. to interface with the hardware. Yeah. And if you're missing one, like you just said, like you mentioned to Dennis, you're missing an audio driver. Well, that explains your problem as far as we're concerned. We need you to download that driver and get it loaded. Um, and by going to HP's site, you'll, you'll load it on your computer, and it should solve your issues uh, because okay. it's, it's missing. Because without the driver, you play YouTube, YouTube's saying, hey, I'm talking to a speaker over here. and yeah. But the computer says, hey, I don't I don't have any audio driver to process that information. I don't even know where to send it. So... You're missing that communication between the application, YouTube, and the physical speaker. You're missing the interface in between, which is called a driver.
9: Okay. Um because I'm so inept with computers, I I, I what I could do I think I think what I need to do is to um uh, get a get to somebody who understands this more than I do. Mm-hmm. Um
5: you could bring it to the folks at the Staples desk. You could walk up with your printer. your printer. <laughs> We've been talking printers all day today. You can bring a, bring your laptop to the Staples uh, help desk there and say, hey, I think I'm missing an audio driver on this laptop. Can you help me get it? Okay. Um, that would be something they should be able to help you with. I'm not sure well, what they chose.
9: Why did you say Staples? What, what uh, it comes it?
5: to mind as a more business-oriented, more professional approach to – Okay. Computer support. There's probably some computer shack in Harwinton you could also go to, check your you know, f- your Facebook groups to see if there's anybody that people yeah, would recommend. I, I'd
9: rather not go to someone, uh, someone like that who has a business of doing it. Um, but the the idea of the staples or this came from Best Buy. Mm,
5: they have a geek squad that could help you. Yeah, they do? Yep.
9: Okay. Many, so of, the, many of them staples, if they're still around. Yeah, Staples or Best Buy. Yeah. Um, okay, to get get somebody who knows a little bit more about it than I do. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, the one thing I can tell you is that, um, I when I look at the screen down in the bottom right hand corner, these these little, uh, essentially up and down, right and left arrows, like a pointer, and if I hit that. Up comes the screen, and in that screen it shows a speaker.
5: Yes, did you turn the speaker off?
9: no the, 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 uh, uh, but what I've noticed with this speaker is right next to it, there's a little red x,
5: yeah, so it's confirming it doesn't it's not talking to the hardware. It's another confirmation that you brought up when Dennis went through his. Steps yeah. that you don't have that audio driver recognizing a speaker. The, the okay. operating system is saying, "David, I agree with you. It's not the hearing aids. It's the uh, just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time. It's it's the speaker. So uh, okay. it's it's not yep. you. It's that little piece."
9: Okay, so you think um, okay, I'm going to do what you told me to do. All right, probably get it to someone you know more comp- far more competent than I am, yeah. and uh, and hope. Uh, that it isn't something... Physical. Physical inside.
5: Right. All I, if it uh, is
9: something physical inside, my thoughts are to get this thing, mail it to, to as close to HP as possible.
5: Well, there's another option, David. Yeah. Um, you could just put external speakers on it. You can just go and get some uh, Bluetooth speakers and interface it with Bluetooth. You could connect a USB speaker. If it's, if it's physical, if those things are blown somehow, maybe you were playing something so loud it... Broken, but I doubt it though. Uh, but you could put external speakers on it and not yeah. have, don't have it repair because you, you do you do you drag it around a lot or does it does it kind of sit where it is?
9: No, this this is a, a prized possession of mine.
5: Nice. So you uh, take it, care you take care of it. So and most likely it's just a this silly driver issue that somehow was removed or maybe during one of the updates it didn't go well. Okay. Um, but you you can show that you sh- show what you are talking about to the. Uh, person you bring it to if you have a 15 year old kid you trust in the neighborhood they probably could help you
9: yeah well i i bring it to the library and the girls at the library are much oh there you more, go, uh, there you go. Uh,
5: do that's that. it
9: intelligent than i am
5: bring it to the right library. there yeah
9: yeah well i i tried that and this particular girl oh. couldn't make it work but um I have other options anyway. Yeah, There's but you might. Libraries. She
5: might need to give. Maybe you have to give her the clues that you've gotten from this discussion.
9: Yes, I think that audio driver clue and all that—that's th- mm-hmm. going to be helpful.
5: All right, David.
9: All right. Well, thank you so very much, My and pleasure. I'm going to stick with this thing, and I—I uh, I like it, and I, and I appreciate you recommending it.
5: Yeah, it's been good for me, and I'm sorry for poking fun at you. Okay. <laughs> I feel bad. You—you're you're such, you're like such a nice guy. I shouldn't give you any of that trouble. Okay, well thank you so very much. <laughs> All right, David. Bye-bye. Bye. Giving the poor guy a hard time. Uh oh, no, I can't hear the can't hear the TV. I'll turn up the hearing aids. that's you know, gonna be my future, I'm sure. Uh, we're gonna be out we're gonna be here till eleven o'clock. Four lines wide open. Feel free to get online. 860 522 9842 is the number, and we'll be right back.
0: This land is your land.
1: This land is my land.
5: California. And we are back. The Who New is this? Tins? Guthrie? that one I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Paul and Mary we is what it was. Ah. Oh, okay. All right. Gotcha. My my wife's a big fan of Peter Paul and Mary. Um. All right. So we're gonna. We gonna are we going back to Harlington? Carolyn? Can't tell. Uh, can't. Oh really, uh, yeah. We. I guess we might be. Um. We're going back to, she's typing it in, but we're going to be here at 11 o'clock, uh, helping you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns, and uh, everything we've talked about today has been posted live over at uh, computertalkwithtab.com, and it looks like I'm able to ask, get AJ on the line. So AJ, you there? Hello. Hello, sir.
2: Hi, this is Tom from Marwinton.
5: Tom, okay. She put AJ in just to give me a hard time, I guess, but we'll I have no that. idea why.
2: She didn't <laughs> even ask me my name.
5: You know what? You're that famous.
2: I guess so. Okay, so Eric. (laughs) Yes, sir. I have a question. I have an old ATT uh, email account that Mm. was converted to Yahoo. It's kind of a throwaway. I don't really use it very much, but I do look at it every day. All right. Now, it used to log me out every 14 days, and I had to put my password, my user ID or email, I guess it was, and my password in, and then I could log back into my email. Mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe six months ago or so. I I would go to the email, and it would say that I had to log in, but there was a little something off to the right-hand side in the window that said something like, click here to sign in, and when you do, it just brings you back into the Yahoo email without having to enter any credentials. I just find it kind of odd. Mm. Um, any, I mean, have you seen this? Do you have any explanation for why? I mean, I haven't had to put in my email address and password in a long time.
6: Mm-hmm. Well, I do know that, I don't know about six months ago, yep. but for a very long time, Yahoo had this standard 14-day login period. Right. Yep. Uh, d- yep. Real old. I mean, that, they were doing that back in the late 90s mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then about two or three years ago they changed their authentication method yep and that 14 day window kind of went away and the complaint that i've run into is oh, i keep having to put it in the password all the time mm-hmm. um, and as far as i can tell it's just how it works now why you were on the other side of that coin yeah is something else that I can't explain, Unless but they it's a cache definitely credential. It could be a cache credential in right. the browser. You, and what you might want to do is to go into the password manager for your browser. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked earlier than in the show about Chrome, mm-hmm. uh, but they all have password managers, mm-hmm. and you can go in and look for anything that's connected with either Yahoo or att.net. Right. Well, I and looked at the
2: I looked at the credential manager, and it says no password saved, and that was well, Chrome. it.
6: Well, it won't be stored in the Windows credential manager. Mm-hmm. Okay. It will be stored in the browser's uh, password manager.
2: Yeah. All right, so in Chrome, I clicked on the three dots. I went to settings, and I looked at the password manager, and it yeah. says everything's turned off. I'm not saving passwords. There's no auto-login. I just find it odd that I can log back in to my email account in Yahoo and not have to enter any credentials. I just click on that. And it happened this morning. And
5: It could be a trusted thinking, computer, a trusted machine that you said, hey, don't ask me, but that should ask you.
2: Yeah, but I, I never told it you know, to trust my computer or do anything different than I have. But it was always a pain in the neck because every 14 days I had to, you know, go open my password wall and then go to my email folder and then pull out the information to log into
5: um, my
2: email. But
5: this is convenient.
2: Yeah, this is convenient. But as you know, convenience is not good.
5: (laughs) Right. It can be a problem.
2: Yeah. You want things to be difficult. So if it's difficult for me, it's going to be even more difficult for somebody else.
5: Yeah, and there you know maybe there's some changer that we're not thinking of. You um, mm.
6: may have to clear his uh, Chrome cache.
5: Well, yeah, yeah.
6: Uh, and we earlier in the show we we uh, actually put up a link to uh, clearing your browser data in Chrome, and you can purge pretty much everything if you'd
5: like. I mean, it could be mm. a convenience. It might
6: even be a cookie. Right, it might be a persistent session cookie.
5: Right, that makes sense because like for my Amazon account on my computer, I don't have to type in a password. It does it just says I this is a trusted machine. I'm going to bring cool. it right back up. Um but it's set for two factor, right? So if somebody tries to log in from a different computer, they will have to put a password in yeah, a second just factor. Gonna, yeah, I was just
2: going to yeah, I was just going to mention that. I think I set that up for two factor authentication. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's why this is happening.
6: It may have per, it may have created a, a trust per, a, a trusted Persistent session cookie mm-hmm. that yeah. contains a special app password, which is a very long hash that they generated for that purpose. Right. And okay. that's what's being used to authenticate you.
5: Mm. That's a, That
6: might be. I, I don't know for sure. I do know that some sites will operate that way, like yeah. Amazon. Yep.
2: And clearing cash, I really do not want to delete cookies. Clear cookies. I
6: I feel your pain.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Everything I'm logged <laughs> into, I'm it. now logged out of. And, right. I, and I I lose positioning and where I was yeah. on forums, and it's like, oh my god, yes. this is a nightmare.
6: Yes. Yes. So deleting do- deleting cookies is an issue.
5: So don't do anything. Yeah. I think you're good. There they went from okay. 14 day pain in the butt to. Maybe modern day, I'm not going to have as many issues. Let's just ho- go, yeah. go with right. that. Right.
6: And your your real protection is if you have a two factor set up, and which you've done. Yep. Right. Yep. So
5: well, I think Peter, you're going to be all right. Yeah. All
2: right, then. I've never called in about it because you've always been busy, but today it seems like it's slow. So I figured out what the heck I'm going to call.
5: They've been working us hard today, Tom. We're tired. <laughs>
2: I've been listening. I mean, this past half hour, you like, don't have a lot of callers. So like I said, that's why I called.
5: All up. right. Well, we're happy to have all you guys. Have a nice weekend. You too, Tom. Yep. Okay. Right. Bye bye. Bye bye. He didn't, he didn't hear our uh, audio guy then. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wanna, we want to thank all you guys for keeping us busy this Saturday morning. We do appreciate it. want to thank Carolyn for pro- uh, producing Mike G for posting everything over on our Facebook and Twitter pages. And again, this is a Memorial Day weekend. You know, Take a moment, please, to remember why we're having the day off and, and you know, ask yourself, you know, are we out uh, running our lives and worthy of their sacrifice? Keep that in mind every day and we thank them so much for their sacrifice. Have a great weekend.
1: And remember we want you to be geeks too.